felt the air rise up and bring me down Clear the stone of leaves I wonder out where you can see Inside my shell I wait and bleed Welcome back to the motherfucking Minority Sports Report. I'm your boy, Big Black. And I am not. And he's Julian. not. He's not Julian. He's my boy, Big Brown. <laughs> Scame Dollar, aka Big Brown, signing on. Tight. <laughs> Big Brown Scheme. We all can steal that. That used to be, uh, what's his name? <laughs> Brendan Schaub's nickname. I mean, he's not in the public, public. Zeitgeist anymore, so it's cool. Yeah, he is. He's a major podcaster now. For you? For a lot of people, not for me. I don't. I don't listen to his shit anymore. Well, I can guarantee you, I can ask ten people who Brandon Shaw is, and only people who watch UFC would be able to tell me. So yeah, true that. That's what I mean. All and, right, you got that. Anywho, my yeah. dude, no sir. But yeah, we got a lot of, not really a lot of shit, but we got a lot of shit to talk about. Um. We had a first things first. Make sure you follow Julian on the internet at Julian C. Mitchell because, you know, do it. It's good for your health and it helps prevent the spread of coronavirus. So make sure you fucking follow all of us. Um, But yeah, we got got some wrestling, some uh, some actual fighting. Even though wrestling is real, it's scripted. Um, Some NASCAR shit and everything in between. So we're just going to kick it right off. We had... uh, Fighter Fest week two um, yep. this past week. And uh, I watched the whole thing, obviously. But the one thing that sticks out in my mind, and I'm jumping way ahead in the program here, is the eight man tag team match, what we'll talk about yeah. soon here in a minute. But that was definitely a highlight of this week. Oh, yeah, that shit was fucking incredible. Um, but yeah, um, fuck. Yo, it's been like 48 hours since I watched it, and I didn't take any notes. So refresh my memory. Right quick. All right. Yeah. What? You want to jump right into the eight man? No, 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 no. We'll start from the beginning. Okay, okay. Was it Joey Janela? Uh, no, no, no. The opening up, uh, opening up Fighter Fest night two was the private uh, party. Yeah. Tag team championship. Yeah. 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 So it was Hangman Adam Page and Kenny Omega defending their belts against Private Party, um, who had Matt Hardy in their corner. Um, this was great match um, yeah, yes it was private party and hangman and omega are always entertaining uh one of the highlights i i kind of took note on in this match was i don't know if you remember uh at one point in the match hangman power bombed mark quinn into the crowd yeah bro and then isaiah cassidy who was in the ring um he he did like a sliding drop kick to hangman's back uh, which knocked Hangman into the crowd, and then Cassidy did a fucking 
crazy ass move. He he slung shot. So he's standing in the ring, holding onto the top rope. He slung shot himself over the ropes, and then instead of balancing on the top rope like most wrestlers do, he skipped down to the second rope. That shit was crazy. And springboarded off that shit and front flipped onto Hangman, which I had to watch that shit at least two or three times when I watched the replay yesterday because I couldn't believe that he like pulled it off bypassed the top rope yeah. and hit the second rope like she was she was crazy yeah like, and, and the it wasn't the you need for that is ridiculous yeah it, it wasn't an accident either like it was not yeah. an accident this nigga smooth as fuck could not See, believe that I, shit when I first watched it on Wednesday night I thought he I thought he fucked up and, but then it, like you see it like he meant to do it it was ridiculous yeah that shit was yeah I've never seen anything like that that was yeah, fucking tight fantastic move yeah uh, but wasn't enough for them um hangman and omega were able to hit their finisher the last call which is mm-hmm. the the buckshot lariat v trigger combo uh, gave them the win uh so they're still on a roll undefeated as uh the tag team champions yeah man fuck that match was good yeah those kids yeah. uh mark quinn and um isaiah cassidy of private party they're they're part of like i don't watch wwe um, so for me, it's like, yo, these dudes are the future of wrestling. Like the next yeah. generation is in great hands if the talent is looking like that. Holy yeah, shit! I don't know how much this uh, Matt Hardy uh, mentor thing is. Like, I don't know if it's real or if it's just part of the storyline. But if he's like training them and mentoring them, there's these dudes are gonna be crazy. Yeah. <laughs> oh, fucking randomly, I was reading. I think it was Wrestling News Incorporated or some shit like that. But I was reading about Private Party, um, and they were tearing it up on the East Coast, on the indie scene. Um, every promotion they have ever worked in, they've won the belts. Uh, nice. And the only time that they lost the belts, they, I think they went on a two hundred. They said two hundred and fifty-two day run as the tag team champions, but wow. they lost the they lost it to the Hardy Boys back in the day. And oh, then wow. yeah, and then like a few years later, AEW signed them. So like, I really think there's like. It's it's deep, bro. Like it's this shit's crazy. Nice. Shit's crazy. Yeah, that's uh, my little yeah, so, contribution. Uh, we'll see what happens with their <laughs> evolution. I would say. Yeah. yeah. Uh, also, since you mentioned the Hardy Boys and shit, uh, heard rumors that Jeff Hardy is close to leaving WWE again. Oh, I, yeah. So I don't know how true that is, but it would be nice if he were to join his brother in AEW. That would oh. be interesting to see. Yeah. Because they'd let them be the Hardy Boys, you know? Yeah. And that shit would be tight. But I've, I've, but he could also go back to Impact where he was, like, champion and shit like that. So who knows yeah. what he'll do if he actually does leave them. No, I, I've I, I've been hearing or I've been reading about that rumor for quite some time. Um, so, yeah, I there's, you know, where there's smoke, there's fire. Yeah. But who knows? And who also, knows? I, I read another rumor um, that they're looking to start booking Omega as an, as a singles wrestler again. Oh. Uh, so maybe they'll be dropping these belts soon. Uh, but who knows? Yeah, that's fucking I I like I like him in 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 the tag team. He has good chemistry with uh Adam, but I would much rather see him in singles matches. Yeah, especially like I I never watched any of his new Japan shit, uh, but from what I've heard he's put on like top ranked singles matches with a ton of people uh so yeah it'll be it'll be nice to see him in singles action again yeah he's a good wrestler he, look, he's a great wrestler but um 
and that just proves it. He can do everything, but yeah, he shines in the singles, which is fucking yeah, for sure. tight. Yeah, boy. Uh, so moving on, uh, next matchup was Lance Archer taking on Joey Janela. Uh, Joe Janela came out for this match first and um, he was kind of looking back for his partner Sonny Kiss who was nowhere to be seen oh man and then when Lance Archer came out he was fucking fireman carrying Sonny Kiss on his back and when he got to the ring he threw Sonny Kiss at Joe Janela and that's how the match started (laughs) it was Um, so ridiculous Jake the Snake came out with the black bag that apparently had a snake in it. Uh, I was trying to, like, I'm, obviously I was trying to watch the match, but I was looking at the bag to see if it was moving to see if there was actually a snake in there. I don't think there was. Um, but yeah, I mean, it never came out in the match. I don't know if we'll see that down the line, but it was interesting to see that Jake the Snake is bringing the bag out again. Yeah, he hasn't done uh, that since Brandy. Yeah, he hasn't done it at all in AEW, so we'll see what happens. Uh, I don't even know. I know he used to own the snakes, like they were actually his snakes. Um, so I don't, I don't know. I don't know what's going on there. But uh, uh, this one, it was a solid match. Um, I love Joey Janela. He's always willing to put his fucking body on the line. Yeah, he's, um, he's At one tight. point in the match, he set up a table on the outside. Oh, my God. Yes, he did. Yeah. And unfortunately, he wasn't able to use it. Uh, <laughs> a little later on, what do you mean? Lance Archer he used hit it. his blackout finisher from the ring apron to the outside and Janela went right through that fucking table so yeah Janela used the table did he no he tried to he tried to do the he tried to jump oh sorry the, the, chair, the, but, uh, the, the table the table used Janela my bad dog yeah my bad yeah, <laughs> yeah so after uh, Archer did the blackout which is that like reverse Razor Ramon finisher uh, Razor's Edge type shit that's just tight um, though he, he bashed Janela's head against the table a few times before rolling him in the ring and then pinning him yeah. Uh, so yeah, just another dominant win for Archer. Uh, I was kind of looking for some more crazy spots from Janela, but it is what it is. Still a solid match all around. Yeah, I um, I don't, I don't know what they're gonna do with him because the angle he's working with Sunny Kiss right now, there, that shit's, that shit's on fire. But yeah, the single shit. When he first started, I was like, oh, I thought they were going to do the Penelope Ford angle, you know, with them all breaking up and shit, but... Yeah. No. Yeah, I mean, no. it would make sense to kind of tie in that real-life storyline, but, I mean, they may just all be over it, and they just kind of want to carry on. Who knows? Maybe they don't want to interact with each other. Who knows with those backstage politics and shit like that. For real. For real. Oh, uh, but, yeah, no. after that, uh, we had another Darby Allen promo. <laughs> That's right, fucking Darby. Uh, yeah, this one was um, it was Darby basically saying that he's been out of the out of action for about a month uh, because he got injured at Double or Nothing by Brian Cage when he basically ragdolled them from inside the ring to the outside. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, he's been out of action since then. Uh, in the promo, he said he hasn't forgotten what Cage did, and he said, "What better way? Like basically, what better way to announce his return than to practice coffin drops?" And then this motherfucker did a coffin drop off a fucking crane into a foam pit. Yeah, this dude's crazy. Yeah, but. I don't know how high that crane was, but it was up there. Oh, it was, now, yeah. It was at least two drop. stories. At least two stories. Yeah. But yeah, it was an, another entertaining daredevil stunt from Darby Allen. Man, those boys are crazy. Hell yeah. <laughs> 
Fuck. Um, Fuck one of the that. highlights for me from this show, Taz's announcement. Oh, yeah. Yeah, that um, came out of nowhere. Yeah. yeah, this was, I was amped uh, because I'm an old school ECW head. Right. So when I seen this, I was amped. Yep. Uh, but yeah, Same. Taz came down with Brian Cage, had a black bag with him. Not like Jake the Snake's bag. It was a different kind of bag. <laughs> uh, but he came to the ring and unveiled the old FTW championship, uh, which if you guessed it, you guessed it correctly. It stands for Fuck the World. Not for the win? No, sir. Nope. <laughs> Fuck the World. Um, for those quick history lessons on this belt, obviously I know, I know this shit. Mm-hmm. Uh, so... Taz created this shit. I did have to look this up. It was in 98. I couldn't remember the timeline, but back in 98, he created this shit because um, there was a storyline going on where the then ECW champion Shane Douglas was quote-unquote ducking Taz uh, for his title shot. Um, and then Shane Douglas ended up getting injured and was out for a while. He had some kind of crazy infection and broken arm or some shit like that. Man. I remember he had this big-ass cast on his arm for the longest fucking time. Yeah. Fucking so Taz created the FTW championship um, and was billing himself as the real-world champion. Um, there have only been two FTW champions. Taz, obviously, and Sabu. Um, the only Ugh. reason Sabu won is because Taz got his shot against Shane Douglas, knew he was going to beat the shit out of Shane Douglas and win the belt. So what he did was beat the fuck out of, out of Sabu, beat him unconscious, and then pulled Sabu's body on top of him and let Sabu pin him. <laughs> Yo, that's how it happened? On, yeah, that's how it happened. <laughs> and then he went on, beat Shane Douglas... <laughs> And then after he beat Shane Douglas, him and Sabu had a belt versus belt match. And then he beat Sabu, unifying the belts. And that was the last time anybody yeah. seen the FTW championship. Man. Oh, so Sabu yeah, was, was crazy. I used to love watching that motherfucker wrestle, too. Holy shit. Hell, yeah. Man. But, yeah, so uh, it was great seeing this belt come back. And um, AEW is allowed to use this belt because Taz owned the copyright to it. Uh, it wasn't owned by ECW, which is now owned by WWE. So that's why Taz was able to do this. That is his fucking belt. That's so tight as fuck. He wants. Hell, yeah. Um, and, yeah, so Cage is now <laughs> the FCW champion. Uh, he will defend the belt for the first time on Dark this week. Um, and then, I don't know if you've seen this. He's going to face uh, Brian Pillman Jr. Do you remember Brian, Flying Brian? They used to call him the Loose Cannon. No. He was big in WCW. I don't remember if he had a big run in WWF back in the day. Yeah, if he was WCW, obviously, like, I didn't watch a lot of WCW uh, yeah. growing up. So if they were, you know, I know the big guys from WCW, and I watched some yeah. of the matches, but no. Nah, nah. Yeah, Brian Pillman, he was... Uh, he was he was a character in WCW, and like, he, I wouldn't say he was huge, but he was well known in that WCW fan community. Word. Uh, so it was great to see that his son is out there doing his work. Uh, but yeah, so moving on from that, we had the eight man tag that we mentioned earlier. Yeah, boy, I got to get uh, something to drink for this one. Oh <laughs> snap! So this eight man tag was the Butcher, the Blade. And the Lucha Brothers, oh, excuse me, taking on FTR and the Young Bucks. Uh, Butcher and the Blade and the Lucha Brothers pulled up in FTR's pickup truck that they stole a few weeks back. 
Um, yeah, and in this match, dude, it was insane. There were so many fucking spots I couldn't even like note them all. If I did, we'd be here all fucking night. Oh yeah, no, it, it was it was it was spectacular in yeah. every sense of the word. Like wow. Yeah. Even the, dude, the chemistry between not only I mean Butcher and the Blade and Lucha Brothers was was decent, but FTR and the Young Bucks, the the work, the tag, like the shit they did together. Yeah. Um, like they had spots where um, FTR were trying to go for their finisher, but one of them got knocked out. So one of the Young Bucks jumped in and they did their finisher together. Yeah, that like, shit was crazy. Huh. Yeah, it was crazy. Uh, but a couple of spots I did take note on that I, I wanted to highlight. Uh, that Nick Jackson and Ray Phoenix, uh, where they were like uh, locked on the up. ropes, they had their hands locked up, and yeah, and they jumped from the middle rope to the top rope. Fuck and then yeah! Nick Jackson hit Ray Phoenix with the Horicon run off the top. No, the yeah, the balance and coordination for that was insane. Uh, then the fucking FTR and the Young Bucks when they hit the double suplex. Yeah, that's right. And that was nice one too. One of them did a splash, and then the other one did a senton bomb. <laughs> I was like, "Yo, that these motherfuckers insane. are crazy." Yo, the, yeah. I think the best spot in this match, though, was Ray Phoenix, where he um, he ran and jumped off his brother's backs, uh, off his brother's back, and did the Canadian Destroyer to one of the Jacksons onto everybody else that was outside the ring. Yo, that shit was fucking. The whole match was bananas. Yeah, but that dude, that, that shit was Canadian destroyer off the road. Insane. Was, that was nuts. Yeah. Um, eventually, <laughs> no, you had you mentioned you were gonna say something. No, I'm just saying. I was just like that match was fucking nasty. That's yeah, like, <laughs> insane. I was I watched it three times already. I'll watch it again. Like damn, that shit was yes, great. yes, yes. Um, but yeah, so uh, at the end of the match, Matt Jackson accidentally kicked, uh, super kicked Cash Wheeler. Uh, that gave the Lucha Brothers a chance to hit the. I, I think it's called the LB driver. Yeah, because uh, it wasn't be wrong. Because they tried to hit the um, settle middle and they missed that. Yeah, shit that got up. broken up, and then that's that's when Matt Jackson super kick Cash Wheeler by mistake. Yeah, yeah. Uh, but yeah, so they hit him. I believe it's called the LB driver, but I may be wrong with that. Uh, but yeah, that's how Lucha Brothers and Butcher and the Blade were able to steal that win. But again, fantastic match. I would love to see this shit again anytime. Yeah. Um, yeah. You had uh, mentioned the chemistry earlier. And it's. I don't know how long Butcher and the Blade have been wrestling. Um, but I know it's not as long as FTR and the Young Bucks. Yeah, uh, yeah I don't believe it's too long because, uh, like I said, uh, the Butcher is actually a. He's a metal guitarist. Like he's a he plays bass in um oh what the fuck is the name of the band? I think it's Every Time I Die. Yeah, I that's that yeah. they said it on the show too. Yeah, so yeah, I'm not sure how long he's been training, how long he's been wrestling and shit like that, but yeah, to to pull off a match like that, yes, yeah. it's, it's crazy were, no matter how much training he's had. Yep. Yeah. I was like, that's a really good uh they should work more together, the Butcher and the Blade and uh Lucha Bros. Cause that yeah. shit is especially since Pack ain't around, so that we can't get the Death Triangle. Exactly, uh, bro. Be, or, I mean, you can't. I mean, it'll be awkward to have a Death Triangle with five people, but Butcher yeah. and the Blade joining that stable would wouldn't be wouldn't be bad. Yeah, no, that's what I'm saying. Man. And then when Pack comes back and oh, that shit would be fucking retarded. Yeah, the baddest motherfuckers in the room. Uh, so after that, 
uh, we had we had Big Swole getting denied. That's right. Um, <laughs> so they showed her pulling up. Well, not pulling up. They showed her walking to the building. Uh, she's trying to get in, but she ended up getting stopped. Uh, she got served some paperwork, which was apparently a letter stating that she was suspended uh, for attacking Britt Baker uh, last week. Mm-hmm. Um, apparently, Britt Baker petitioned to get her suspended, and because she was quote-unquote kidnapped and assaulted or some shit like that yeah uh, so that's why aew has suspended her they didn't say how long or or what the case is but uh that was that for that time uh we'll get a little more into that in a second i want to say it was 10 days oh was it yeah i was i don't remember hearing a, a time limit on that but yeah we'll oh see. no just just online reading oh okay uh, so after that, we had a handicap match. Uh, <laughs> yeah, so that's Nyla right. Rose, I think this was her first. Was this her first match back from losing after losing to Sheeta? Yeah, I think so. I think it was. Um, but she came out and took on Kenzie Page and Kylan King, who you guess it were both already in the ring. So you yep. know what that means. <laughs> uh, yes, this is just straight domination by Nyla Rose. Um, at the end, she fucking power bombed Kenzie Page onto Kylan, uh, Kylan King, and that's how she got the win. Um, after the win, she took the mic and announced that she hired herself a manager because she's seen how managers have been getting people championships and and like high profile matches and shit like that. She mentioned Arn Anderson for Cody, um, and then she mentioned Taz. Uh, with Brian Cage giving him the FTW championship. She didn't say who her manager is going to be. Uh, so I don't know if we're going to get maybe like an old school legend come in or, That's or what... some like maybe somebody who <clears throat> left WWE recently. Uh, so I'm interested to see what happens there. That's what I'm like. I honestly am lean, leaning towards because that's what they've been doing. They've been bringing back legends for yeah, as managers. That's you what know? I was thinking, but you never know. No, absolutely. Uh, with the the layoffs and people getting cut from other companies, I mean, yeah. it could be anybody. Yeah, yeah, for real. But yeah, hopefully we'll find out next week. We'll yeah, s- or later this week. You know what I was thinking too. What? Uh, like I don't know what's going on with that situation, uh, but you remember Awesome Kong? Yes, I do. Yeah, so she had to leave because uh, she was filming the last the new season of Glow. I don't know if that maybe that has wrapped up. I know she has serious back problems and shit like that, and uh. like she's yeah, she has a lot of issues health wise. So I don't know if maybe she'll come back as a manager. That was one thing that popped into my head, but I mean, like I said, this could be fucking anybody. No, that's true, uh, so but we'll yeah, that could see. that's really that's tight. I I honestly that would have. I never would have made that connection. And that's yeah. that's cool that you did. And I appreciate that. Yeah, I don't know that. why it just randomly popped into my head. I was like, oh, that would be dope if Austin Kong comes back. But, uh, yeah, I have no idea. So we'll wait and see. Um, I don't know when that announcement's going to be made. Uh, but, yeah, I'm interested. Wait and bleed. Inside my shell, I felt the... Oh, sorry, singing a Slipknot yeah. song backwards. I, I smell intro song. Uh, but yeah so next up we had Dark Order and Cole Cabana taking on SCU Uh, this is the second or third match uh, that Cole Cabana has joined Dark Order I think it's been like the 
third match. Yeah. Yeah, I think it was the third. Um, I'm, I don't mean officially joining Dark Order, but te- teaming up with them. Yeah, uh, but it looks like he's heading that way. He's a big enough name where he can dabble. You yeah. Know. Um. Uh. So yeah. So this came. This started off. Um. Before the match, like officially got underway, Coca Banner was kind of trying to talk to SCU, and Brody Lee kind of went over, took like his hand on his shoulder and got <laughs> him. What the fuck the are you doing? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah uh, so yeah, this was a, I mean, solid match. Obviously, nothing compared to the the champion, the AEW tag match, uh, championship match, or the eight man tag, but still a solid match. Um, at towards the end, um. Christopher Daniels was going to pin Stu Grayson after, I think, after he hit the somersault off the top rope, was it? Uh, I don't remember. I don't remember what spot it was, but I remember Christopher Daniels was pinning Stu Grayson, and Cole Cabana pulled Christopher Daniels off of him. Obviously, he's trying to help his tag partner, uh, even though he's friends with SCU. So Christopher Daniels got up like, what the hell are you doing? Like, why would you do shit like that? Um, And that's when... um, Brody Lee hit him with a huge clothesline. Fucking um, <laughs> massive. He's yeah. so tall and so heavy. So it just As looks. He says, turned him inside out. <laughs> Man. Uh, but yeah, so Grayson was the, the official, like the legal man in the ring. Uh, Brody Lee told him to tag Cabana in and give him the pin, which he did. Uh, so Cole Cabana's on the books for another pin, which is the third or second or third. <laughs> since he's been teaming up with Dark Order because he's been on that crazy losing streak. Yep. Yeah, so interesting. Um, I don't know if we're ever going to see Cole Cabana join uh, the full ranks of the Dark Order or if he's going to turn his back on them at some point. Uh, But it's... I wouldn't say it's the most compelling storyline in AEW right now. It's good enough, though. Yeah, yeah. I'm interested to see where it goes, but it's not like, go, God, I can't wait. But I'm interested. Uh, so after that, we had another incident with Big Swole. She was able to sneak into the arena, and she confronted Britt Baker, who was uh, in her Rolls Royce, or whatever you want to call it. Um, yeah. And she was basically just running her mouth, talking shit, like, how are you getting me suspended, this, this, that. I'm pretty sure Big Swole said, fuck you and your suspension on live TV. I'm pretty sure I heard that. I could be wrong. But um, after she said that, she kind of crumpled up the letter and threw it at uh, Britt Baker's goon. Um, I don't. I think her name's Reba. Yeah, yeah, it know. is. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yep, that's what it is. Yep. So she threw it in Reba's face, and when um, the paper hit Reba's face, she kind of threw her hands back, and one of those hands smacked Britt Baker in the nose, apparently breaking it because she was <laughs> bleeding from the nose and shit like that, screaming like a fucking wild woman. Um, so, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Heating up uh, with that Britt Baker Big Swole feud. So, so, I think her boyfriend is in the WWE. Yeah, um, boyfriend or husband? I know there's a few of them that a few AEW wrestlers who have significant others in in WWE. Yeah, John Moxley's wife works for WWE. Yeah, um, <clears throat> Britt Baker's boyfriend. Oh yeah, is yeah. WWE. He is. Correct, correct. Uh, yeah, there's, there's a couple, and there may be more. Probably, but yeah. So, oh, yeah, so, so after that, so, we had the main so. event. You saying Swole? Yeah. <laughs> I thought that's what you were saying. <laughs> uh, after that, we had the main event. 
it was Chris Jericho taking on Blood Orange Cassidy. <laughs> um, he's still <laughs> rocking that bloody shirt from when he got his ass whipped by Jericho. And, uh, that was and three weeks ago. What'd you say? No, I said that was three episodes ago. Yeah. Uh, so, yeah, so he, um, Orange Cassidy came out first, came out with best friends, but he stopped them from coming down to the ring with him. He wanted to do that shit on his own. Um, obviously, Jericho don't travel alone. He came out with Santana and Ortiz, um, who had ga- half gallons of orange juice with them. <laughs> and JR was like, how much you want to bet this screwball? Uh, um, so, yeah, no, not a screwball, a screwdriver. Yeah, that's all of them. <laughs> uh, so yeah so in this match um one highlight that i wanted to mention uh orange cassidy doing his lazy kicks yeah uh so he set jericho up he did his two lazy kicks and then when he went to go for the third shuffle kick instead of doing the third shuffle lazy kick he fucking super kicked the shit out of Chris. yeah that shit was crazy as fuck <laughs> <laughs> it was great to see um so yeah, that was awesome um and after that, we had, oh, um, Jericho caught Orange Cassidy in the Lion Tamer. Um, oh, yeah. Orange Cassidy was able to reverse it and almost pin Jericho. And after Jericho kicked out, that's when Santana threw Orange Juice right in Cassidy's face, got it all over the fucking <laughs> ring. Um, and that's what made Best Friends come running down and attacking Santana and Ortiz, um, knocked them into the crowd and kind of chased them off into the back. Yeah. While that was going on, Aubrey Edwards was distracted. Uh, she was trying to, you know, get some kind of order back in place. So she was watching Best Friends and Santana and Ortiz outside. That's when Jericho took his bat Floyd and <laughs> hit Orange Cassidy with it. Um, right then in the hit mouth. the code breaker, which is that like backbreaker shit that, not backbreaker, some weird drop shit that he does. But, yeah. Uh, but Orange Cassidy was able to kick out. Which was kind of big, just a little bit. Um, and then after that, oh, not much me. happened in between that and the end of the match. Um, I think it was not too long after that. Uh, Cassidy, I think he got thrown into the corner, and when he came out, he tried to go for that Superman punch. Yeah, um, but at the same time, Jericho, Jericho hit him with, with the, the Judas effect, that yeah. back elbow, and that took Orange Cassidy out. And that's Judas how Jericho effect. was able to. St- Get away with that win. Yeah, it was but, good. Uh, yeah, solid. Another great showcase for Orange Cassidy. Absolutely. I like that Chris is doing that shit. What happened? I said, I like that Chris is doing that. Letting, Giving the young guys some play. Yeah, like obviously he's still going to win, but he's letting them yeah. like show out. Like, for real. Yeah. Especially with kicking out of. I mean, that wasn't Jericho's of like major finisher, uh, but it was. Awesome to see him kick out of that. Uh, they did mention that that Judas effect, that back elbow, Chris Jericho is supposedly undefeated when he lands that. Mm-hmm. Uh, so maybe that's going to be like his ultimate finisher. Yeah. Yep. Because that's how you set it up. That's yeah. The good ones can get out of certain shit, but nobody gets out of the Judas effect. Yep. <laughs> that shit's crazy. So, yeah, so that was uh, Fighter Fest Night 2. Uh, this coming week, we have Fight for the Fallen, uh, which is going to be, like I mentioned last week, it's going to be a, a fundraiser, basically, for COVID victims and 
COVID yeah. relief and shit like that. Um, AEW and Tony Khan and all of them have already donated a ton. Uh, I think they said they're going to put up some kind of numbers or maybe a website or something for people to make donations during the event. Yeah. Um, don't remember seeing the card, but I'm pretty sure they put a pretty good card together. Well, yeah, I think the only the only thing they've been pushing was is the Moxley cage fight uh, yeah. because that was supposed to happen this week. But yeah, yeah. We'll see what happens. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I might even watch Dark this week to see that FTW championship. I always, yeah, we'll I just, I just never remember to be completely honest. Yeah, I've watched maybe two episodes of Dark, um, but I never. I mean, I obviously I haven't gone over it on the show. Um, but yeah, I mean it's it's pretty good. It it moves fast because obviously there's no commercials. Yeah, that shit uh, that was cool. Together because it's on YouTube, so it moves fast. Uh, I think it's only like an hour and some change. Yeah, it's very fast. Yeah, you're right. Yeah. I did like that about it. The pace was extremely fast. Like, yeah, get yeah, your wrestling fix real quick. One, one match after another. Um, so yeah, it's good. Yeah, yeah. So, yeah that's uh, AEW for this week. AEW, AEW, dubs. Baby dubs. Hey, hey, this is awesome. Holy shit. <laughs> nah, that shit was. <sighs> yeah, I'm I might I'm gonna have to watch that match again. At the yeah. the tag match and then the eight man tag. Yeah, yeah those definitely the highlights. Man. Those guys are really good. Oh. Um, so we got some you got some of the NASCAR highlights basically. Yeah, so uh, for NASCAR, <laughs> um, last week uh, we weren't able to go over the results because the race was basically still going on. Um, I did mention because as it happened, as I was as we were recording, um, that a member of the number twelve pit crew, Ryan Blaney's pit crew, that's uh, right, between two cars. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, so it, his name's uh, Zach Price. He's the rear tire changer for that number 12 team. Uh, he was changing the tire on the number 12 when a bunch of cars got stacked up in pit road and, and crashed into each other. One of them ended up pinning his left leg uh, to the car that he was working on. He is okay. He's home recovering. Uh, they just said it's a lower left leg injury. They didn't specify what type of injury, so I'm not sure if it's broken, bruised, like fractured. Uh, they didn't really go into any much details, but he is okay. Good. Um, so, yeah, for that race, uh, again, that was the Big Machine Hand Sanitizer 400 from Indianapolis <laughs> Motor Speedway. Uh, <laughs> oh, wait till you hear this week's race. Oh, shit, I'm ready. Uh, so that, ra- <laughs> that, that race was won by uh, Kevin Harvick in his number four. Uh, we had Matt Kenseth in second in the number 42. Eric Almarola was in third place with the number 10 car. Brad Kozlowski was in fourth with the number two. And then Cole Custer was in fifth with the number 41. I never heard of that dude in my life. Me either, but you will hear his name again. Okay, Cole Custer. Uh, This week, we had the Quaker State 400 presented by Walmart (laughs) at the Kentucky Motor Speedway. (laughs) Uh, This one was one by Cole Custer in the number 41. What the fuck? Yep. Uh, that was today, that, right? What happened? Was that, t- that was today, right? That was today, yeah. <clears throat> uh, that was earlier this afternoon. 
Um, in second place, we had Martin Truex Jr. in the number 19. In third place, we had Matt Z. Benedetto in the number 21. Uh, fourth place, we had Kevin Harvick in the number four. And then in fifth place, we had Kurt Busch in the number one. Damn. Bunch of yes, names. sir. Cole. Cole Custer. Cole Custer. Congratulations, dude. Never heard of you, but you won. Yeah, I know. I gotta, I'm Googling him right now. And, uh, you know, I – shit. Cole Custer. Holy shit, this dude was born in 98. Oh, God damn it. He was born my freshman year of high school. He was born the year that the <laughs> FTW championship was fucking made. Yes, yes, he oh, was. Oh, my God. <laughs> wow. Holy shit. Yeah. Uh, how many years has he been on the – On Earth? <laughs> no, no. In the, in the, in the Cup Series. <laughs> Uh, uh, so he's, he's only run 19 races over the last two years. Wow, that's not bad at all. Yeah, not bad. Um, Holy shit, shit, kid! Wow. Shit, I, yeah, that was his, that was his first win today too. I, I gotta, <laughs> I gotta see this kid. Oh wow! Old Matthew Custer, California dude. Man, this kid, this dude. I mean, obviously he's Holy not. Shit. He's Listen not a this kid. achievement. Youngest winner in the NASCAR Camping World Truck Series, sixteen in twenty fourteen. Oh my god! So this kid is nasty then. Yeah. So he's a uh, maybe a prodigy. Some would say. Yeah, twenty two years old, man. That's fucking crazy. Yeah, that's a big win, man. Wow. Oh, Stuart Haas racing. Stuart yeah. Damn, boy. Yeah, so maybe uh, the first of many times you'll be hearing his name from my mouth. Uh, yo, his odds to win were 500 to 1. Crazy. Damn. I should have fucking put money on that motherfucker. Damn, dude. 19 races over the last two years, he has one win and two and three top tens. That's not bad for a fucking 22. No, that's not bad for 19 races. Yeah, that's <laughs> insane. Like, shit, man. Well done, Cole. Yeah, wow. Sounded like a character off a clue. <laughs> Cole Custer in the library <laughs> with the race car. No, sir. <laughs> 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 oh, man. Yo, that's fucking crazy. That that actually made me a little excited. Like, that's cool. Somebody, yeah, somebody young like that. That's crazy as shit. All right, word. Congratulations, NASCAR. Word. Congratulations on the NASCAR. Um, briefly, we have all of the sports coming back, except for football, because it's still not football season. Um, let me get, make sure I get these dates right. I'm trying to pull it from my head. Um, the NBA starts on July 23rd. The MLB starts on July 30th and NHL starts on August 1st. I think that's what's happening. Yeah, that sounds about right. Uh, from what I remember hearing. All right. Now I'm going to confirm my shit from, uh, the internet. Let's see. I'm 90% sure that NHL does start August 1st, but you would know best for those other ones. Ooh, I think I got it backwards. Okay. NBA is July 30th. Yeah. And okay. Okay. MLB is the 23rd. Are they doing hub city shit? Like, uh, the NHL is doing. I am not sure. I'm, I'm actually checking right now. 
because uh, I usually I, that's usually Julian's uh, wheelhouse there. Oh, uh, okay. Season, yeah. So baseball, so yeah, baseball's on the twenty third. See, first game's Yankees. Oh, it's a doubleheader. Yankees Nationals, and then the second game is uh, Giants and the Dodgers. But it doesn't tell me. Any- oh, here we go. Where will games be played? Let's see. Each of the 30. I don't fucking know. This is weird. I'm not trying to read all that shit right now. But baseball's coming back. And uh, uh, on the 23rd. So that's relatively soon. And then a week, seven days from there, we have the uh, NBA. And then. Two days after that, we have NHL. So, the sports are back in town. The sports are yeah. back in town. And when hockey does start, I'm excited because there's going to be like five or six games a day. Dog, damn, that's crazy. Yeah, it's going to be nuts. Well, uh, yeah, actually, so that's yeah. going to be the same for the NBA, too. Yeah. Man. <laughs> yeah, it's going to be nuts. Let's go. Sco. 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 Sco, boy. Um,. Yes, just wanted to mention that shit real quick. And uh, what do we have? What was what was that last night? That UFC fight? What number was that? Oh, uh, that was two fifty one. Uh, oh yeah, we jump into that, Before we jump into that, oh, I want to sorry. mention a couple things. Let's do it. Um, not sure if you heard uh, UFC mid Carter. I would say Mike Perry, platinum Mike Perry. Uh, uh, he was caught on video knocking out some older guy. Oh, I wouldn't wow. say old man, but it was definitely older than him at uh, at some restaurant. Wow. Uh, yeah, so uh, from what i seen in the video, it, they chose Mike Perry kind of walking out of the restaurant, yelling shit. Um, he, at one point, he says, he touched me. So apparently, he got into an argument with some guy for touching him, bumping him. I don't fucking know. Uh, but they start, like, he starts walking out. Um and people are following him as he gets to like the door exit area he mm-hmm. kind of turns around and stops um and he's i believe still arguing with the guy who quote unquote touched him or whatever yeah uh but then a guy kind of off to his right uh kind of talk shit kind of saying you uh you bumped into him or some shit like that and then mike perry tells him i'll knock you all too motherfucker like some shit like that and that's when uh, like the old guy you know he's getting hyped up and they kind of go at each other Mike Perry hits you can hear the hit too of course of course obviously it's a trained MMA fighter yeah Um, this dude drops and then oh man uh, Mike Perry starts yelling like you call the police on me blah 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 he doesn't run he doesn't leave he he sits down like he go he goes to a wall there's like a little brick wall area and he just sits down he's kind of like waiting for the cops to show up wow um, he's kind of like a wigger so he dropped a bunch of end, end bombs not like directed at anybody but just kind of as he was talking he was throwing them out there this this and that so they obviously jumped on that because he's a white guy mm-hmm. so they mm. reported on that in the article mm. Uh, but yeah, UFC obviously condemned him for his actions. Uh, they said they're not going to be offering offering him any f- uh, fight for the foreseeable future. Um, yeah. I 
can't remember, but I'm pretty sure I read somewhere that he has to go through some kind of training before he's able to come back. I'm not sure how true that is. Wow. I'm also, I would like to see how long it actually takes him to get offered a fight, considering he's not a huge star like Conor McGregor. So are they going to keep him out even longer because he doesn't right. pull in numbers or <laughs> what the case is there? Because uh, as we all know, Conor McGregor did the same shit. And I believe that guy that Conor McGregor punched was way older than this guy. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I mean, I saw that video and that was an old man. But yeah. he fucking knocked out or punched at least. Yeah, just wanted to put that out there. That was the only crazy shit that I seen for that. Um, and then the UFC's Reebok deal is expiring soon. Uh-huh. Um, and they will. They have announced that they will be partnering with MMA apparel company Venom. Venom! Um, Venom's been Boom. around for a while. I don't think anybody outside of... The- the MMA combat sports world would know them. Yeah. Um, but if you ever seen a Jack douchebag with the Venom, like a snake, snake head on his shirt, <laughs> that's Venom. <laughs> they got the bumper stickers and like, I mean, not bumper stickers, but like the car stickers. Like you, you, you've seen this shit before. You yeah, have seen it. You've definitely seen the logo. Yeah. You, if you see it, you'd be like, Oh, that's Venom. <laughs> um, but yeah, so it'd be interesting to see what happens there, especially. Uh, so UFC came out, and said that they're going to be their their outfitting policy. So like how they pay people for these this sponsorship deal. They said it's going to be adjusted to result in quote unquote across the board increases for all athletes effective April twenty twenty one. Okay. So it'll be interesting to see how much of a increase it is, considering that Venom is not as big of a company as Reebok. No, I know that's so. That's very, very strange. So, uh, yeah, I don't know. Like I said, they I mean, they've been around the MMA world for a long time. I just don't know how much money they have to make this a significant deal uh, for these fighters because we all know that Reebok deal, that the money they get for that, if you're not a champion or a fucking huge name, you ain't getting shit. Yeah, um, that's what I, I – the thing that, the only thing I can think of is um, – if they don't have a gigantic cash flow to outright pay them up front is that they would get a percentage of – Sales or like merchandise or something like yeah. that. That's that's what I would. Yeah. That's what I would see. Um, but I'm going uh, to. I, mean, I I I agree that they want the uniform kits. They want kind of everybody to have a similar look. But I mean, you don't have to have giant fucking logos on your on your dick and on your ass like they used to. But I mean, <laughs> allow some fighters to put a little logo like they have the monster. Like some of them have the monster logo on their shorts. Uh, Because they're sponsored by Monster. Why can't you allow a little logo here and there on the shorts to get these guys some extra money? Yeah, I don't... I don't know. know. Weird, but yeah, that's that. Yep. So yeah, uh, as you said, UFC 251, Fight Island. Uh, This was taking place in Yas Island in Abu Dhabi. Yes. Yes. Uh, so these dudes, <laughs> because of the time change, these dudes were fighting at like four or five in the morning. Um, yeah. So it was insane. Uh, it was like, from what I seen, I think it was in the high nineties and like crazy humidity out there. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, it was a hot one for them. Yeah. They, they weren't was... fighting on the beach like Mortal Kombat or anything like that. <laughs> the cage that they showed on the beach was just for advertisement. Uh, they had a giant tent set up shit for uh, for these fights. So this event 
kicked off with uh, Amanda Rebus taking on Paige Van Zandt. Um, this one was a quick one. Um, Paige Van Zandt got caught in the armbar early in the first round. I, probably about midway through the first round. Yeah, it was pretty early. Yeah, and it, I mean the way Rebus got her like locked up in that armbar was kind of slick. Um, but yeah, I mean that was a quick one for Rebus. Big win for her. Um, I think this might have been her second or third fight in the UFC. Uh, and to be the name like Paige Van Zandt, it's definitely yeah, no. definitely good for her. her yeah, career. And she was she was crying and shit. It was it was, it was awesome. Yeah, I felt really yeah, good was, for her. Yeah. Um, and also that was uh, Paige Van Zandt's last fight on her UFC contract. Um, oh shit! From what I heard, Dana White is like he's like yeah, she should test the free agency. So because she's come out and said like she makes she can make more money on Instagram and shit, uh, showing her new tits than she can in the UFC. Um. So, Real quick, off this, the it says uh, the Venom Company uh, yeah. says their annual revenue is about a hundred million a year. Okay, estimated on this website that I'm looking at. So, hmm. not bad. No, and the Reebok deal was seventy million over six years. So, it, I'm like, when you look at it that way, they can definitely they can you know, afford it. Yeah. Yeah, and maybe the kits will look a little better than those uh, Reebok ones because I mean they were just bad, so generic. I don't know. Yeah, they were just bland, just plain, basic. Yeah, I like how they started kind of adding those like fade effects and shit to them instead of just the basic colors like they originally were. Uh, but yeah, it's still, still, a still, little boring. yeah. All right, back to the fights. Back to the fights. Uh, so the next fight up was Rose Namajunas taking on Jessica Andrade. Uh, this was a rematch. Um, Jessica Andrade originally beat Rose Namajunas. Uh, don't remember when, uh, but it was for yeah, the strawweight championship uh, that Rose had. Uh, Jessica Andrade slammed Rose on her head and was able to steal the belt from Rose in Brazil in her home country. So mm-hmm. that was a big win for her. Uh, but she eventually lost it to Wiley Zhang in China. Yeah. So her reign didn't last long. No. <laughs> no. But, uh, yeah, so this fight was, I mean, I would say dominated by Rose in the first two rounds. Uh, picked her apart with her jab basically the entire round one and two. Yeah. Uh, Andrade did have a strong third. She busted up Rose's nose and mm-hmm. eye. Um, but wasn't enough. Rose was able to get the split decision on that. Yep. As she should uh, have. Yeah. And uh, she looked, I mean, she looked like she's in good spirits. Uh, she looked excited to come back. She said, obviously, she got to see what's up with her nose and her eye, but uh, we'll see her hopefully again soon and on a nice little title run. Yeah. I'm... I don't see her beating Wiley Zhang, but. No. Yeah. She can get close to it. <laughs> uh, that girl's fucking mean. Yeah. Oh my god. <laughs> uh, the next match up was um, for the vacant bantamweight championship. Um, that the reason it's vacant is because uh, Henry Cejudo retired and he dropped the two belts that he was holding. So he dropped the featherweight, uh, not the featherweight, the flyweight and the bantamweight championships. Uh, Flyweight's going to be up for grabs within either this Wednesday or next Saturday. I don't remember when, uh, but it's up for grabs soon. The bantamweight was on the line last night, and it was Peter Yan taking on Jose Aldo. I'm sorry, Piotr Yan. Oh, yeah, Piotr. Jose Aldo. (laughs) That's right. (laughs) Uh, This was a great fucking fight. Um, 
I thought it was really close going through the first four rounds. Mm-hmm. Um, and then Jan kind of dominated Aldo at the end with ground and pound. And, um, yeah. Yeah, dominant win for Jan. Uh, I, was it a knockout? Technically. Was it a t- yeah, it was, yeah? Yeah, because the ref. Yeah, because yeah, the ref. So it wasn't a straight knockout. It was a TKO. Yeah. Uh, it's, dude, Aldo was just in the turtle position, bleeding all over the fucking mat. All over the um, goddamn place. We were in the we were in the group chat. I like I said, I thought you could have stopped that fight at least three or four times before it even got to the end. Yeah, I um, would agree. But yeah, I mean, you, yeah, you give the fighter the benefit of the doubt, but when he's leaking that amount of blood and he's just turtled with his face in the mat, bro. Yeah, you yeah. gotta call it. Yep. Uh, but yeah, huge win for Pure Dion. Uh He is now the Bantamweight champion, and this fucking Siberian dude, I do not see him losing anytime soon. No, nah, dog, that shit was fucking, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, he's like the, he's the, he's the, the small uh, Khabib. With less wrestling, because he trains, he trains in Thailand, so he can stand up. Oh, man. Yeah, he trains out of, uh, uh, Tiger Muay Thai in Thailand. Well, so you ain't fucking around. Nah, you, you know, no. <laughs> oh boy. Uh, after that, we had. Uh, I I, I should have watched this again before we recorded. Um, right now, I'm still saying it was highway robbery, but uh, I mean, it might have been closer. I think actually, so too. And I actually seen it last night. I think so too. I'm with you. But um, so yeah, so this was the featherweight championship. Uh, it was a rematch: Alexander Volkanovski and Max Holloway. Um, Alexander Volkanovski beat Matt Hollow- Max Holloway for the belt uh, not too long ago. So this was their rematch. Um, and in this one, I mean, it was a great fight. I had Holloway winning three to two. Yeah, me too. Um, and that was basically. Holloway definitely won the first two. The third was close, but I gave it to Holloway. And Volkanovski definitely won the last two. Mm-hmm. That's how but, I yeah. felt about it, too. I don't know how the judges gave this to Volkanovski with a split decision. Uh, Volkanovski got knocked down twice in the first two rounds, so those should have been 10-8 rounds. Mm-hmm. So I just I don't know what the fuck was going on with that judging. Uh, even Dana White came out and said that they got to do something with the Abu Dhabi judging for the next cards because uh, he, he said Holloway got robbed. I um, I agree, man. I didn't I, with yeah, everything. Was, it, it's um, he definitely lost those last two rounds. There's no question yeah, about yeah, it. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. No question about it. But he he won those first three. It's like, tch, whatever, yeah, whatever. I mean, the only the one that everybody's questioning is that third round. It was very close, but I gave it to Max. Mm-hmm. Um a lot of people were saying that it could have went either way. You can't leave it in the judge's hands. This, this, and that. I agree. You shouldn't leave it in the judge's hands. Oh, yeah, for sure. But Never. also, the judges should know what the fuck they're doing and make a good decision. <laughs> yeah. Because I um, thought he beat the champ. I did. It, yeah. But so, whatever. yeah. It's, I don't understand. I, uh, I don't get it. Uh, but it is what it is. Mm-hmm. And, and it's fucked up. I like Volkanovski. I wanted him to fucking win. <laughs> That's the fucked up part. Like, I wanted him to win, and I'm sitting here saying that Holloway got robbed. Hey. So, yeah. that tells you something. Right, for real, bro. For real. See? But, we're not, uh, we're not yeah. biased. Um, yeah, I don't know. We'll see what happens with the judges in these next cards. Uh, but moving on to the main event, we had the third belt that was on the line for this card. 
Uh, the welterweight champion, Kamara Usman, was taking on Jorge Masvidal. Um, Masvidal <laughs> took this fight on six days' notice after Gilbert Burns tested positive for COVID. Yeah. Um, which, I mean, Kamara Usman, Gilbert Burns headlining, not very entertaining. Usman Masvidal headlining. That's what the fuck everybody wanted to see. Mm-hmm. Um, I remember I shared that Ooh. shit with you and, and Julian. That this shit was trending higher than uh, Conor McGregor fight and shit like that. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, it seems like all the um, all the casuals are jumping towards Masvidal like they did for Conor and Diaz and shit like that. Mm-hmm. So this seems like the next up and coming fighter. Uh, but unfortunately, he got wrestle fucked through this entire fight. <laughs> um, yeah, he did. Dude, he, yeah, he did. Yeah, I mean, I, I'm like, I'm torn for this. Like, I understand you got to do what you got to do to win. I understand if somebody's holding you, you got to do what you can to get out. But it's not like it's Khabib where he takes you down or holds you up against the cage. He fucking beats the fuck out of you when he has you there. Yeah, this uh, was GSP, who's on record as being one uh, like a boring fighter. Even he would work to try to get ground and pound. I mean, he wouldn't always get there, but he would try. Usman just kind of like gets you in a position. Yeah, he don't give a fuck. Let me, let me just do enough so the ref doesn't stand us up. Yeah, he don't give a fuck. He just yeah. wears you out. Well, I mean, I respect, but you're not going to gain fans. You're not going to get pay per view numbers. You're not going to get big paydays doing that shit. He, he's, I think the only reason this fight was as big as it was is because Masvidal was in there. Oh, no question. But a- everyone who knows fighting knew he had stood no chance, you know? Yeah. Um, I mean, I would love to see this again with Masvidal getting a full camp and actually training, knowing who he's going to fight. Um, but yeah, I mean, this was straight domination by Usman. Uh, somebody, somebody hacked the Wikipedia. Uh-huh. <laughs> uh, it said um, it was Masvidal's Wikipedia, his record, um, and his his um, reason for the loss. Like instead of TKO submission or whatever, they put utter domination or some shit like that. Or, no, no, utter utter snooze fest or some shit like that. Uh... But yeah, um, yeah, it was not an exciting fight whatsoever. And oh, can I just? Can I vent a little bit right now? No, of course. You fucking casuals talking <laughs> shit on Facebook and shit. <laughs> Doug, after the fight, I went on. Mm-hmm. You know, I was a little bored. I was taking a shit, flipping through Facebook and, and, and Twitter and shit like that. And people were like, oh, why didn't Masvidal do this, this, and that? Like, Doug, you get in there and try to do that against Usman. Right. While he's, while he's stomping the shit out of your feet. Right. While a grown ass man who's been wrestling his whole damn life—that's yeah. people, people don't understand that kind of strength, though. Like, yeah, and dude, that, it was coming from people that I have never seen ever post about any kind of <laughs> UFC shit. Yeah, it's casuals, man. Fucking casuals. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, like you as a—I I know fighters. Shit, you used to train. Um, mm. Yo, the strength that these people have is unfathomable. Like, yeah. you might work out, but you're not fucking fighter strong, you know? Yeah. Like, that is a whole different ballgame. Oh, yeah. And when you have a man literally hugging you with all of his strength, like you said, stomping on your feet with all of his strength, 
punching you in the thighs and shit. Like you, you can't yeah, do he, shit. I yeah, mean, they, they were accidental head clashes and shit. But he had he busted Masvidal open three times with those headbutts. Yeah, like you can't do shit. Yeah, those shoulder those shoulder jabs that he was landing like uh, John Jones. Yeah, yep, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. It's, it's effective, man. You yeah, yeah. <laughs> But yeah, it was dude, the shit that I was. I wanted. I wanted to comment on everybody's shit, but I was like, "Let me. Uh, it's too late for this shit. I need to go to bed. I'm done." Fucking well, yeah, casuals, man. Not only that, because we were having issues that I'm not going to go into. I know. <laughs> but yeah, fucking casuals. <laughs> Keep your mouth shut. Ah, <laughs> oh, goddamn it. Yeah, if you haven't watched the MMA fight since, if you, if the last fight you watched was involved Conor McGregor. Nate Diaz, don't say shit to me. <laughs> That's fucking funny. <laughs> but yeah, uh, so that was uh, the first event of uh, three at Fight Island. Uh, we have another one coming up on Wednesday and then another one on Saturday. Oh yeah, I forgot about the Wednesday one. Wednesday. Yeah, the, US- uh, Wednesday is uh, the headliner on that one is... Uh, member of the New England cartel. Obviously, I got my loyalties. Calvin Qatar or Calvin Cater. Mm-hmm. Um, he's going to be headlining that versus uh, Dan IG. Oh, yeah, yeah, that's right. That is, okay, yep. Yeah, and yep. then uh, the card Saturday. Uh, this is the, the flyaway belt, um, and that's going to be, how the fuck do you say his name? Divison Figueredo? Taking on Joseph Benavidez. Tight. Uh, so, yeah. Yeah. We will see. We will see. Word. Hell yeah. Cool. Um, thank you guys for listening to the show. Follow us all collectively on the internet at TMS Report. Again, follow Julian at Julian C. Mitchell because that's his name. Scheme, where can they follow you? Follow me at Scheme44. Follow Scheme at Scheme44, and you can always follow me at The Beatnik. Thank you guys so much for listening to the show. We'll talk to you next week. Peace! Hopping up with my smash. On the way to the bag. Slim thick my tank, she bad. Hold up. Let me get my bag. Swag. 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 One car, they pull up fast. Remove that pistol blast. I'm just in all black. Match my Glock, I think I'm shaft. Swag. I gotta let they mad, ayy. Baby, say I look like dad, ayy. I don't really do much, really. I just pull up with a whole lot of swag, ayy. Hit it from the front and the back. She suck me out, eat it, we tip for tag. 12 M's for two hours and 12 months. I'm ready to do the math, ayy. Hop in the whip, let's ride out. Being at crib, it's a hideout. Yeah, I hit it for the clout. My dick, I don't lie about. Hit it on the side of the couch. Too much swag all the time out. It says it's a drop, we figure it out. Bitch, I'm him without a doubt. Hop in the whip, my smash. On the way to the bag, slim thick, my tank, she bad. Hold up, let me get my bag. Swag, 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 swag. One car, they pull up fast. Remove that pistol blast. I'm dressed in all black. Match my Glock, I think I'm shaft. Swag, 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 swag. Swaggin' on them, the drip be splashing on them I'm a gangster, I get fly, bitch, I'm from California YG a foolie, off the hoolie, he be spazzin' on them Designer face mask, ooh, can't catch the Rona Pun is drippin', Scotty Pippin', pay me, bitch Oh, I'm dippin', swagger different, no fucks given Honey's blue, but I'm not grippin', pistol grippin', always trippin' Hate these niggas, love my women, Rick up sippin', I be livin', swagger cold
on the way to the bag. Slim thick, my tank, she bad. Hold up, let me get my bag. Swag, 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 swag. One car, they pull up fast. Bro, move that pistol blast. I'm dressed in all black. Match my Glock, I think I'm shaft. Swag, swag, swag. Pippin', 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 pay me, bitch. Oh, I'm dippin'. Scott, 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 got it, pippin'. Swagger different, no fucks given. No, no, no fucks given. Honey's drippin', Scott, it pippin'. Honey's, honey's drippin'. Honey's drippin', Scott, it pippin'. Swagger, pippin', swagger, pay me, bitch. Oh, I'm dippin'. Scott, Scott, got it, pippin'. Swagger, 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 swagger.